Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Calling Cape Cod. Cape Cod, this is Jupiter 16. Can you give a go for fourth orbit? Cape Cod to Jupiter 16. Can you confirm O2 pressure is within limit? Roger. Everything looks good in the environmental control system. Okay. Everything looks good from here. You have. Oh, I cut off like that. <laughs> Kill Bond. Now. Okay. This is Film Sack. Sure. Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, and this is episode 628. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. Each time I see him, I whack his wooden leg just to make sure he's not faking it done away. <laughs> oh, good thing you got the right one. Oh, hi. hi. This week on Film Sack, we figure we only live once, maybe twice. When we sneak over to HBO Ma Amazon Prime. Hello, old friend. <laughs> Where have you been hiding? Maybe that empty cargo maybe behind that empty cargo box watching this action spy thriller set in Japan from 1967 and waiting for your chance to shine for the big boss. Karate chop. Oh no, you hit my snooze button. Now tie me up and tell me what naughty things you're gonna do to me. Safe word, I'm using the safe word. I'm Harry, like bird's nest. Anywho. <laughs> Welcome to my 1960s era government job. Hope you enjoyed the private train ride here to our underground spy spa. Rule number one, never do anything for yourself when someone else can do it for you. And hey, hey, looky here. We got us some half naked and half willing ladies on lawn from Toho Studios who hope are getting paid a lot more than scale to touch our yin yang of body types. <laughs> of course, I, I guess they're probably used to pointing and screaming at a guy in a Godzilla suit. So, uh, you know. Just another day at the office for these ladies. Am I right? Ah, ah. And rule number two. In Japan, men always come first. Women come second. And I'm sure that last statement will probably age like fine room temperature sake. Randy, <laughs> we've been training all week to be ninjas. Good news. That is exactly how long it takes. And as you may recall, Vanilla Ice once said in a Turtles movie, go ninja, go ninja, go. Kissy Suzuka. Nope. Kissy Suzuki. Ouch. <laughs> I burnt my lips. Yeah, you did. <laughs> You burnt mine. I burnt all our lips today. Yeah. Nice job. Burn them. 
Yes. Also with us today, Randy, this whole movie is like when Wallace from Wallace and Gromit would pull a lever and slide into his clothes and be ready for breakfast oh. and stuff. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. And welcome to the Insta Ninja School class of 1967. We love receiving visitors, as I'm sure you would imagine every ninja training school out in the middle of nowhere loves to do. You look Anglo, but don't worry, we'll make you look like an Anglo wearing a kimono in no time. And with Insta Ninja, Everything will be painless. We won't even shave your chest after making a big deal of how hairy your chest and it marks you as a non-Japanese from a mile away. Yes, here at Insta Ninja School, we do everything. As long as everything includes, number one, speaking flawless English in rural Japan. That's right. You might think we'd be a little shaky on the language of the kinds of people we've been casting off our shores for centuries. But amazingly, we all got our O-levels in Derbyshire before going to work at the Toyota plant just south of Sheffield. <laughs> Jolly good pit pit. Number two. <laughs> Here at the Instant Ninja School, we do everything. As long as it includes shoot gun. You might think a gun so completely defeats all of our melee fighting practices that we just all switch to guns only. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. See, we want to die. Number three. Here at the Instant Ninja School, we do everything, as long as everything includes arranged marriages, so that you can spend one night in a village you could have just camped outside of, and it wouldn't have made any difference at all. Instant Ninja arranged marriages. We'll make you a married man. See store for details. Bed gun not included. <laughs> bed, bed gun. gun. I love a good bed gun. Nice. All right. Finally with us, Brian, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to spend the final third of this film in a little white bikini ibit. Oh, I know. Everybody else uh, armor and uh, full body suits. No, just yeah, uh, yeah. you're going to wear this little bikini. Yeah. Um, I've got, a, you know, I can't remember who predicted it, but somebody during the uh, Tad Pooligans did predict the song I was going to use today for uh, oh. for the film sack intro. So uh, help me out here because I'm, I'm feeling the vapors. Oh, my gosh. Ah. I'm just an agent. Takes girls to bed. Gone undercover, they think I'm dead. We got two guys to pretend to fill me full of lead. You've got some ninjas, they like to shout. They make loud noises, I have my doubts. I don't know what those crazy noises are about. I'm just an agent, I'm just an agent, chasing a bad guy with a cat on his lap. He made a spaceship that eats a spaceship. His name is Glowfeld and he's so full of crap. He's got me hiding out and shaking up and getting hitched to sell the stitch. I'm turning Japanese, they've got me turning Japanese to stop World War III. Turning Japanese, they've got me turning Japanese for Yanks and Ruskies. Turning Japanese, they've got me turning Japanese, they shave my chest hair. Turning Japanese, they got me turning Japanese, I really don't care. There's red team, blue team, yellow team, white team, all being led by a guy with a big fluffy cat. <laughs> Nobody can see me cause I'm wearing all gray. Nobody but Bluffle, but I'll get him today on a monorail. That's why I'm turning Japanese, they got me turning Japanese, they changed my hairstyle. Turning Japanese, they got me turning Japanese to live in exile. 
Turning Japanese, they got me turning Japanese, I can't go shirtless. Turning Japanese, they got me turning Japanese, that can't turn shitless. <laughs> Wow. Oh, I love how that's all failed. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, as I'm writing these, uh, uh, there's a little music video playing in my head of like uh, the, yeah. the scenes, the things yeah, I want to talk people. about. Yeah. And uh, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I had the time to uh, sit down and make a like a whole music video for <laughs> for the song right. to like show the scenes as I sing about it. Except uh, I did, and uh, I no, do. Did you? And what? Uh, what? For our Patreon level uh, members? <laughs> no way! Gotta, this has a whole because, video. Because, starting. Jeez. Because I think uh, YouTube will definitely so, have a problem with this. If they don't like the songs I put in the shows, they're definitely not going to like the videos. Clips. Oh, my so, gosh. All yeah. right. Can't wait to see this after the show. Yeah. This is just for our friends. That's how I always think about it. I'm like, ah, right. it's not copyright. But it's just, it's just a local exhibition for exactly. our friends. Exactly. It's like we're, we're, right. we're, sh- we're sharing, uh, sharing cassette tapes, mixtapes between yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I, just, I just want to let you know, you, you know, like you're, you're a Marvel. We love this so much. You can give us this kind of thing a few minutes before the show. Oh, and you then to I'm, see it before, I'm not. Str- I'm not going to spend the entire episode struggling with not hitting play. <laughs> I want to watch this so bad. I, I thought about it, but I just couldn't no, do it. I'm glad I, you did. Yeah, no. I want you to. I want you to hear the lyrics and, uh, yes. and you okay. know, hear the song okay. for the first time. I'm 100 percent going to watch this when we're done. This looks fantastic. <laughs> yep. <laughs> now I know why you were asking that question you were asking me yesterday. Yes. Now you know. Now it's not I just to it. capture the little clip of the uh, that cat struggling and like. Oh, being, Poor kitty. <laughs> oh, my poor Donald Pleasance. That thing. I hope he's got uh, armor under that Nehru jacket of his. I also didn't like how he petted the cat faster when things got stressful. It was like, yeah, I poor, liked it. That poor cat. Dude. Give me more. Leave that cat alone. <laughs> poor cat. Uh, let's let Scott Fletcher explain the film uh, so that we can. Uh, and by the way, I haven't heard this version of Scott Fletcher or fake Fletcher. So this is a oh. thing I, I generated but didn't listen to. So it may be all effed up. I don't know, but that'll be fun to hear in real time. Uh, so this is for the movie You Only Live Twice. Here's the explanation. Hey, you only live twice. James Bond and the Japanese Secret Service must find and stop the true culprit of a series of space hijackings before war is provoked between Russia and the United States. This movie is racist. <laughs> <laughs> What's the, what do you what do you do to make it get so loud and like clippy? Like, I didn't do like, anything. That's the funny thing about it. So this is a, this oh, is a it's voice. evolving. You're doing there's something. I promise happening. you, I'm not no, doing anything. I, the AI is learning. I think is learning. Maybe yeah. there's so, a, there's a level of like uh, what is it uh, confusion or the, like there's a little slider you get of make him sound more out of control. Well, here it is. So the so this is a voice for those at home wondering. This is a voice trained on Mario when he just all I get is Yahoo. That kind of oh, thing, right? right. Yeah. And it's a very bad interpretation of Mario, which is why I kept it. Uh, there are voice settings: one is stability, one is clarity, and one is style exaggeration. I have all of those set to standard uh, for that for that one. Um, I would have to take it way down to to like no exaggeration because right now it's in the middle. Right. If I took yeah. it down to no, he would probably be a little bit more subdued. Actually, we can test it. Let's just try this. Well, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys use chat GPT in here or not, but I mean, if when you start a thread, it learns in that thread. So the more times you make ask it to do something, the more it consistently does in that thread. 
But that's so all that in one session. Way? This is like over weeks and weeks. Well, like, that's what I'm saying. Well, I can open a thread on ChatGPT and it'll stay open forever. And it'll, and and it'll oh, gotcha. Thread. Like if you keep it open, sure. All right. That yeah, yeah, it'll, yeah, it saves them all if you're logged in or whatever. But so, all right. Yeah. So while we were talking, I generated a new one with all those settings turned to like the most basic. Okay. Which right. is not the default. Default's in the center. So let's see what that sounds like. You only live twice. James Bond and the Japanese Secret Service must find and stop the true culprit of a series of space hijackings before war is provoked between Russia and the United States. This movie is racist. So that is a lot more like just baseline. <laughs> right? no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlike this. Only <laughs> right? Like <laughs> Yeah. All right. I would assume there's also a, a, I'm assuming that the AI, when it learns something, it it keeps it beyond that particular session as well. I mean, because if a hundred different people ask that same question, I would assume if a model is designed well, well, considering that it would, it would keep getting weird. Yeah, but it's only mine. This is not a public one. Nobody has access to this voice but me. So I don't know how that would work. It may still be that. It still may be true between me and the, and the model, right? Like the model is still learning every time I use it. I, well, I didn't mean to turn this into an AI discussion. But that's true. That's you only live twice. That's not enough times to live to talk about AI during a film sack <laughs> episode. No. Uh, right. no, that's the movie. We got a Lewis Gilbert directed, Sean Connery starred uh, Bond film. This is one I hadn't seen ever. So this was all I, new to me. Really? Yeah. I, I was cool. talking about this uh, earlier with some people. They were like, oh, what do you think about that, James Bond? I never watched James Bond intentionally i've seen an ass ton of james bond by you know flipping the tv flipping around oh what's on this one is and so that's where i would start watching that particular you know movie of james bond and so i have like this this sprinkling of james bond throughout my life and only till we started doing this on film sack have i made a concerted effort to watch the movie and actually yeah. watch it. And if, you only, thing, yeah. if you only watch uh, uh, things while flipping, then you always get the right. ends of things, right? So like you've seen oh, all yeah. the endings of all the James Bond movies, but maybe right. that doesn't make a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Unless yeah. you had to duck yeah. in and duck out even of that, right? Like you got, uh, oh, I'll, right. I'll come in where the, for some reason they're fighting on jet skis and then uh, I have to leave an hour, you know, 20 minutes before how this thing ends. And then you see another James Bond movie, even with a different James Bond actor, and you kind of start meshing these together. I know that's what I've done. Like I have, yeah, from, yeah. For oh, all yeah. I know, this was Octopussy. You could have told me, and I would have believed. It's you. like you think, yeah, yeah. You, you think about anything. it more in segments, right? Like, oh yeah, the the skiing while or shooting while he's skiing segment, or the underwater um, with a shark segment. You right. think about that right. as opposed to the whole process of the film. <clears throat> yeah, especially stuff from I, you saw I, when you were I, a kid. That's why I think you're a lot. I think we're a lot like that way, Dunaway. I think I did uh-huh. a similar. Sort oh yeah. Of thing growing up i i think and this this informed more about my understanding of austin powers than any so far even though gold member was more like goldfinger this one seemed to inform more of the character in in ways that i didn't realize there were there were stereotypes here like uh blofeld's performance in this which is way more on camera than usual Usually it's like always yeah. sort of hidden, you know. Well, sure this is the first is. time. Yeah, Hello, this is the first face. time we see we see Blofeld. Right. So it's the first face. time he we even shows a stupid face in his dumb scar. And I, <laughs> I love it. I feel like that stuff is the grassroots freaking seedlings of 
you know, Doctor Evil or any no, God is other straight up Doctor Evil. When yeah, I saw him. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's Doctor Evil. Yeah. There it's is. not even the seedlings. That is the trunk of the Doctor Evil tree. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. and there are a lot of, and it isn't even just Doctor Evil. There's lots of other variations on this theme, yeah. including other Bond villains who just sort of lift from it. Um, the one the 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 one with Roger Moore where he throws Blofeld down a smokestack in the first yeah, five that's minutes. The beginning of, Spoiler. Fear Eyes uh, Only, is it? Fear Eyes Only, yeah. I was trying to think of so yeah. Sheena Easton sings right after that happens and it's Fear Eyes Only. And I remember so now I look back on that and I think that is a really unceremonious thing to do in your first five minutes, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You get yeah, your big bad. We've been, we're yeah. building up to Blofeld's character for like what the last two movies, at least the last one yeah. movie, right? Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, and 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 it's all out of order with the books, and and yeah. Fleming had died, and you know, like <laughs> there's just like right. there's all sorts yeah. of things that make the movies weird, or or the books weird, depending on your perspective. Which way like, you're coming at it? Yeah, like really, it's, this is. It's, yeah. it's kind of right. wild that this movie introduces. Blofeld finally after we've seen and heard him seen his hand <laughs> and yeah, heard him yeah, right. whereas in the books this is the end of Blofeld this is you know like he does not make it past this book and oh, really and this book comes much later if you were reading the books in movie sequence <laughs> you would <laughs> like, know that, do that if you asked Roald Dahl Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why, is Ro- why is Roald Dahl a co-writer on this? Anyone figure this out? Because he was they friends. brought him in because he yeah he's friends with Ian Fleming and he right. he had actually written another was it another spy novel the bells of hell go tingling ling um, <laughs> right yeah oh no yeah. that's just another it, that's he? just another screenplay that he had written okay that but, was the only that's the only he'd screenplay he'd ever written yeah wow right all right yeah I'm looking yeah. Uh, friends friends with benefits. He's written it's more totally, than I, yeah. More. I know you've never finished a screenplay, a screenplay before, but uh, uh, yeah, the, the movie was never even finished. 1969 American film, uh, Death is Death. Where is thy stinglingling? Starring Gregory Peck, <laughs> Ian McKellen, and Maria Grazia Buccella. Wow, wow, yeah, never heard and of that. Spy never movies, spy it. movies, thanks to James Bond, had hit an all-time high by the time this one came out. There was an this like time high. Peak. Yeah, there was like peak of that stuff going on right? oh yeah. So yeah i was getting in the business yeah for yeah. sure i i this is okay so just speaking an overall tone here um i like this more than the last two and i don't know why oh uh this i like it more yeah, this, i don't know why had all the formula I'm what not, i'm not yeah. sure why i can't explain it yeah. i know that i'm wrong really. honestly i kind of know i'm wrong but for I mean, whatever you know, reason you're free to like what you like team, uh team team dunaway johnson today then looks yeah. like something yep, about I it so. I, can, I can't even put my finger on it maybe it is because the blowfeld thing blew up and it was like this, oh he's it, this really is a mustache twisting uh villain type this and we don't get this those. had the best this had the best stunts of any of the James Bonds we've saw for, so far, so the fighting, the fight scenes were mm. incredible, and the stunts were amazing, and they really took the action uh, to the next level. It also felt like just better pacing to me than the, than the last couple, yeah. like less uh-huh. downtime, yeah. less uh, weird, good. awkward pauses between crescendo moments, that sort of thing. I also thought so. I think this the theme song that's always yeah. typical in these things is terrible. Yeah. I think it's really bad. But I love the. Oh God! I think I, you know. I, this is yeah, where I also my, disagree. This is my favorite theme song really? so far. Of really? The ones yeah. We've yeah. yeah. And and I would so put not this Thunderball. No, I would put this no. as uh, as uh, this and from Russia with Love as being two of oh, like yeah. the the four best 
James Bond themes. See, that is interesting. So my takeaway yeah. is that where they, you know how wow. during the whole movie, they integrate the theme into just regular thematic mm-hmm. music. Yeah. That is yeah. awesome. Yeah. That I love. All right. So don't, uh-huh. oh, so, so this good. is, this is why it's such a weird twist for me because I think the, the moment to moment theme in this movie is some of the best ever and really yeah. good. Yeah. But the actual There's, song at the beginning that they replay at the end is shit town USA garbage poo. My, yeah, and, my, and that's my thing. My thing about this movie is there's something for everyone to hate in this movie, and like yeah. that's that's why I end up falling on on the side of well, I'm I'm glad I'm never going to watch that again. Like it's there's just yeah. something to hate. Every like I can't watching this with my 13 year old son. Oh my god, it yeah, was how do you do? like I just um, guys, it's. I, you know, and like, and also the book is really good yeah. in my opinion of the, of the books. This is a really good book yeah. because it's so, uh, it's so in the, in the heads of the characters, there's a lot of discussion. There's so much about, uh, you know, sort of like pulling back the curtain on Japan, which is something that can only happen after world war two, blah, blah, blah. And like this movie is just like, Oh, James Bond's kissing of another woman. Like just another woman that he mm-hmm. just met. Mm-hmm. Like okay, the femme fatale, and yep. yeah, he's um, into it. Yeah, how many? Yeah. How many? How many? I want. I want somebody to give me a count. How many different women does James Bond try to oh, lay in this movie? Super easy if you watch that uh, TV special. Did Do you, you guys count catch the TV special? You're talking about the the the, the one hour trailer, basically. Yeah. That was yes, like the one hour from, the uh, one hour trailer that was like it was all yeah. like. In case you've forgotten about Bond, we're going to have Money Penny talk about all the women he could have slept with. Right. Or done or are, married. Yes. In your count, Randy, are you counting like the four women who bathe him and then the f- seven women who apply right. prosthetics? Right. How many of those do you think he made out with and or they touch genitals? <laughs> I think they showed us every, I think they showed think us every touch genitalness, three per movie. Yeah. Three yeah, per I think movie. You got the three. Movie. You got the, uh, the femme fatale, the redhead. You got, Aki, and then you got Kissy Suzuki, and I think that's, I think those are, I think that your formula favorite, is three. Well, yeah. the movie starts with him in bed name. with a woman. Yeah, but well, that's, it starts with a woman getting name. out of bed. Okay, so four, yeah. Yeah, right. that's true. That's four. Well, although, didn't yeah, she, all right. uh, she didn't show up later again, right? We're no, done. no, but let's talk about the whole, this whole thing, because I think the, the whole fake Bond's death is such an unnecessary plot point. It's weird. Because so Blofeld weird. is already, he's already done the spaceship eating the capsule thing pre-credits yeah. or pre, um, right. pre-seeing Bond getting shot and killed. So what is the point of him faking his death? Because, you know, like you said, they could have just airdropped him uh, over to that island. They don't, they don't know what he looks like anyway. What does it matter if he's right. dead? Yeah. And, and, and they could, and or they could just say, oh yeah, James Bond is dead because the, the two guys who come in must know that they're shooting blanks. I, the two guys that come into the the thing and shoot him up. The right. guy who checks his pulse has to know he still has a pulse. So, so who's actually in on it? Right, they, right. It wasn't even clear were, to me right. that the shooters were. And how do we know those are blanks? Because they were leaving holes in that bed. Like they, they, they oh, left that's true. Yeah, yeah, they were blanks, and you were seeing holes even go through the bed when they pulled the Murphy so, bed down, and yeah. there are holes in the wall behind yeah. it. Yeah. I, I, ass, I assume that he was wounded but not dead, and that 
he recovered. I it's, don't know. It's an awfully I, big risk to say here. we're yeah. going to fake your death. You're probably well, I don't just going to be faked, wounded. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they fake. No one faked his death. I had thought that it was there was an attempt, and then they decided to roll with it and go. Oh, they attempted. Let's convince that them would make that more sense to me. That would make more so sense I, to me. However, if you're going to do I'm, that and you're going to dump a body and it's going to go to the bottom of the ocean and then you're going to retrieve it, right? They left so many questions for me. Yeah. Yeah, I, it was I, a witness I, protection program kind of thing. I will only say this 17 more times this episode. The, <laughs> Do it. the book makes so much more sense than the movie because in the book, you're nearing the end of James Bond tangling with Blofeld and the entire organization. Yeah. And they've right. tangled so much that you have to fake his death and make it an in- international incident in order for him to yeah. even get into where Blofeld is, the area, and so forth without anybody thinking it's him. Mm. And so, right. like, what? Go ahead. I, I'm I just saying. Say, like, Roll Dahl said he, su- he sucked. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> but yes. all of that like, could have been done just with the newspaper article. Like the yes. dude who's sitting who, who's sitting there watching the uh, Navy toss his toss a mummy into the uh, ocean. Right. <laughs> Doesn't have to be Bond in that. It could just be a, a mannequin or something. Except, who cares? except again, in, in the in that timeline of the books, right? Like yeah. they're concerned that there are people in in the English military that oh, have, have, right. have turned on them. And so they need those people to be convinced. They need everyone who might observe to be convinced that they, that Bond is actually dead. That, that, that include coroners and people who, who say yeah. cause of death and all of this. Cause yeah. I mean, it's conspiracy, yeah. conspiracy has a lot of people in it. That's yeah. the, that's the funny thing about yeah. these kinds of stories. But, yeah. um, but like, <laughs> The in the in the book, like I don't understand why they didn't just follow the book more. They you know and and have Blofeld live instead of die. Like that's it well, seems like Dahl just said he well, hated the story. That's just the play. That was the answer. Roll yeah, Dahl we don't see it. we don't see Blofeld die. We see him. Oh, I seriously make it like the book where you see Blofeld die mm-hmm. as opposed mm-hmm. to where he just zips off in a monorail after getting mm-hmm. a shuriken in his sleeve. So what, wait a minute, this Roll Dahl thing. What Dunaway? What is his deal? He hated the original story. Someone wanted to change it, or he, oh, yeah, hated, he hated what hated the book is. Roll Dahl said the book sucked. He said yeah, uh, his quote was it, Fleming's worst yeah. book with no plot in it, worst which would book. even make a movie. <laughs> Boy, you better yeah, be good yeah, friends to say shit like that about your friends. Yeah. <laughs> that's dark. Yeah. So that's the reason why it's nothing like the book. Because Roald Dahl didn't want it to be anything like the book. Okay. Made yeah. Such thing. an interesting person to find out is involved in a James Bond movie. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Like, yeah, I know. And the, where was this giant peach yet? Not yeah, even in it. I don't even there. get it. No you imagine there. like the, the guy who created Wonka and the guy who created James Bond just sitting there having coffee someday, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> yeah. a bowl of cornflakes or something. Yeah. Not since well, both- like, not since like, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. I can't think of his name. No, J.R. Tolkien. J.R.R. Tolkien hanging out yeah. with uh dude what made the Lion and the Witch and the Wardrobe stuff. Those were the same kind oh, of relationships, yeah, yeah. like this crazy mm. yeah. close friendship, but they had a lot of different ideas in each other. It reminds me of that. Yeah. Occupying the same space, you know, might as well get around and talk. Hey, how's it going? Pissy, doing? Yeah. pissy British author friendships is what it is. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and okay. all, three, yeah. all three were in the military. Dahl was a pilot. Yeah. Um, Ian Fleming was, uh, in the Navy, the Royal Navy, and I'm forgetting what Tolkien, so Tolkien served in like World War One or something. Tolkien was, yeah. uh, an army guy. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I guess everybody was in the war, right? Yeah, he was in the Battle of Minas Tirith, is my understanding. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me wonder who Stephen King is or was friends with. Like, <laughs> oh, right, like that'd be great. What's his? That who's old his, guy, uh, uh, Doctor Seuss, came over uh, to hang out with Stephen <laughs> King, young Stephen King. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> you guys ever seen Doctor Seuss's adult work? You ever seen his adult? Yeah, stuff? Oh yeah, like his, his yeah. anti-war stuff during uh, World War II is crazy. Yeah. So yeah, different yeah, than what you think of. I mean, it turns out these are just people who don't necessarily live ch- childhood stories all day. Sure. Um, I don't also. OK, so we talked about the death and how it's kind of not needed. And I agree. Also, yeah, I guess it's you know part of the name of the book. And so. even I mean, even the whole making him appear to be Japanese, that's just basically to get on the island from which they'll paddle out to the to Blofeld's island again you know yeah. they could have gotten him there another little right. Nell Nelly could have gotten him out there yeah. it's unbelievable yeah. how contri- how many contrivances these people come up with for yeah. something that solves itself whether whether they do it or not that's what right. I think I liked about it and I and and hear me out because I know this is going to sound weird and I don't mean that it's good but my enjoyment was more on the level of what we got with I felt like Roger Moore's James Bond movies are a little bit more like this, where it was a little bit out there, like do a bunch of right. shit you don't really need to do, but it's for fun and it's all going to pay out in the end. And then, and this movie felt like they were doing that more. And I, and I think it's strictly just tied to my, my childhood. Like that's just how yeah. I see James Bond. Mm-hmm. Whereas that's probably what we did. as much as I love, a you know, I love the Daniel Craig stuff. I like the more serious takes and, and everything. And I've enjoyed these, these rewatches, but this is the first one in the rewatches where I feel like they're, they're letting that they're letting the seriousness go a little bit and they're just sort of like yeah oh those ninjas too yeah the yeah. ninjas no one, had, no one had really seen ninjas on, on film in the west <laughs> until this came out and it's like what are these things i can't right, wait for the yeah. 80s oh yeah right that's true just, that's true like how much yeah we hadn't gotten the completely black uh with just the eyes showing kind of ninjas until right. later right after this nope. so i'm trying to no, think we got that, uh dive, dive suit ninjas in this one instead it's, it's like australia it's nobody knew it existed until paul hogan came around you know <laughs> that's right <laughs> so, so i felt like it anyway. we didn't know anything about knives until he came along that's it was right. amazing yeah amazing that's not time. a knife i learned this is a knife i learned yeah <laughs> um this is interesting the volcano that they had there at the end the Big set that cost nearly as much as Doctor No, which was the 1962 thing. Their entire budget wow. was as much as this volcano. It was so large it yeah. could be seen from three miles away. Now I have a question about that. A little bit of scrutiny, if you will. Sure. Uh, let me play that. Scrutiny. Nothing about what they showed with that volcano when it was exploding looked like an expensive thing to me. That looked. I, like I think you're probably talking well, about the exploding. inside. I think it's about the inside set, right? The inside the volcano. I don't think they're actually talking about the sure. Volcano. And if you're talking about inside set, they're not going to create an actual volcano on the outside. So what are you seeing from three miles away? A building? Vol- Great. <laughs> a volcano. I mean, was Blofeld <laughs> was Blofeld just holding back a river of lava and then set it free? Is that how that thing erupted? That made I no sense. I think that was just that was this stock footage of a volcano erupting, wasn't it? Is that is that not there was, yeah, there was happening? There was some footage of like oh. some volcano. Yeah. There it was yeah. at the very beginning and the very end. There was okay. just like some volcano. And it looked it sure looked like uh, you know, talking about projecting projection screen. It looked like they were projecting <laughs> lava on the side of a mountain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Now, my favorite trivia on here, hundred percent without question, is this. The henchman bond fights in the office early on. Is a Samoan yeah. oh, pro yeah, wrestler. So great. His name is the High yes. Chief. 
Um, High Chief Peter Maivia. Yeah, he is he the is grandfather the of Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, and really? Oh, no, that's cool. The instant he appears, that. my my wife says, "Ooh, that looks like the Rock," yeah. and I'm like, "That's the really? Rock's grandpa." Freaking <laughs> right grandfather. Wow. I know, right? Yes. I didn't know this title later, but the Boulder. <laughs> the Boulder. <laughs> that's less of a. I don't know. Yeah, what is a primordial rock? It's more like a right. a boulder. Well, his dad I've was a wrestler, you, of course. But yeah, I've his told dad you was before. My, my kid had a, a friend at school a couple of years ago that looked like a little kid version of the rock, and they called oh, him yeah. the pebble. <laughs> the yeah. pebble. Oh, that's amazing. That's I like that. He can grad. He can graduate uh, later, that, like, like everybody does. Yeah. Go ahead. I didn't realize that though. That's interesting because that that was one of the best fight scenes, and it was also the continuing the establish uh, that that bond is not a uh he, he doesn't have necessarily the best fighting skills but he thinks his way out of most of it he can generally he's thinking faster than the other guy essentially he doesn't work on reflex it, or anything usually the 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 process is the big guy comes uh james hits him yeah. realizes that he's not making a dent like that he you know the guy is yeah. just laughing off his attacks and then he has to get creative with the way he takes him out and that's yeah. you know. I, and i love the whole i love the whole idea of how they run it through the movie that the english um are superior because of their <laughs> unique angle on thought of, you know, oh, we could we could come in here with a bunch of helicopters. That's how the Americans do it. Let's come in with some kind of Nelly thing to everybody underestimate and, you know, right. be weird well, about it. And that's and how that'll, it. And the whole uh, the English is better thing is like the best yeah. in the geodesic dome of United yes. Nations where you've got the three <laughs> tables, none of which are pointed at each other. They're all side by side, which is great. Yeah. Oh. And are then, you talking about uh, the Siberian Epcot Center? I love yes. that. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yes. Where basically it's like, uh, well, here in America, we're just going to blow it up. And then the uh, right. Russian guy, oh, we'll, we'll blow you up. We'll blow you up. And then, I, I, you say, uh, both of you, please calm down. Yeah. Uh, maybe if you look over the Z of Japan, you'll see what happened there. <laughs> Did anyone else uh, wonder why they just didn't get, hire some American actors to play the generals in, mm. in the Pentagon? I mean, yeah, it was, yes, because they were struggling that. so hard. Yeah. Those guys, every time they had a line, it was like you could tell. Oh, he was just rehearsing that in the mirror. <laughs> that guy, right. yeah. Oh my god! And the whole and the whole Cape Cod scene of those those guys all trying to be very American, standing around smoking their cigarettes and just being all American yeah. was just. It was fun. It was fun seeing the outside take on what we look like. Yeah, I, that's the thing. I think there was a loose, looseness to this that I enjoyed. And the looseness yeah. is not good technically, right? There's a tech that's technical yeah. problem across the board. Uh, rumors are on set. It was really tense between Connery and the producers. It says even, uh, what does it say? The relationship between Sean Connery and the producers deteriorated, d- deteriorated to the point that he refused to act if they were anywhere near set. So like if there was yeah. like a producer on he set, pretty much done here. Connor well, and that's, like, oh, that's going to ultimately be my big complaint about this movie. I could see through it the entire movie. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying Sean Connery's at fault here. I thought he did an amazing job of portraying this character without portraying his own concerns. Mm. I, I was ready to see him sort of like sneering at the producers through the camera. He never did that. He was so in character, uh, amazing by Sean Connery, but the entirety of the film I was just constantly feeling like, oh, nobody wants nobody wants this to 
you know, to be great. Did no, they also no, think gonna, this is like, supposed to be like his last, his last Bond movie, right? It didn't, it wasn't, but it was. Well, so, yeah, it was so supposed to be, yeah. as, as far as he was concerned, right. Yeah. As far as the producers were concerned, they were going to get him to come back. Okay. Like they even, even right. in the movie, like they were trying to write it in a way that they were, that they were causing Sean Connery's mouth to say words that would indicate that he was going to come back. You know, okay. I, I like that you were seeing that. And I was just seeing all these Asian actors from Toho studios getting a chance to be in a bond film. Uh, and I saw a lot of to be seen and not and heard. You mean, <laughs> kind of. yeah, actually be seen, be seen and heard. They were, they were both, uh, both, uh, both Kissy Suzuki and, uh, Tanaka. Oh my God. I want to see, I want to see a spinoff of, of Tiger Tanaka, uh, in, in his crew. I wanted to see a whole movie. Just forget bond. I wanted mm. to see a whole movie with those guys doing their own spot. That guy's known for some so really, really cool Japanese stuff. Um, uh, in his career, but not a lot yeah, yeah. of American stuff. Uh, yeah, you know, this well, not that. No, sorry, not some... English. English is what I mean. Not not American, but he did like the Outlaw Samurai, amazing old movie. Yes, Seventh Dawn, yes. Hirakari, like some really big deal stuff for for that dude. And then this mm-hmm. just felt like, all right, well, usually we have that American CIA guy. He's not here right now, yeah. so mm-hmm. it's this guy. And looks, he's got ninjas. Yeah. And- I loved his character, though. I really yeah. didn't want to see more. Trying to remember if we see Osada. him, uh, Tiger T- or not Tiger Tanaka. It's the other one, right? Osada, uh, Mr. Osada, the one that was yeah. like kill him. Mr. Car- Mr. Osato is the older one. Carney Osada, that's him, right? No, <laughs> Carney Osada. Taro Shimada is his name. Taru Shimada. <laughs> Taru, yeah. Taru Shimada. <laughs> yeah, that guy was born in 1906, died in '88. And uh, lived a nice long oh, life. Good job, you did good. I good don't job, remember dude. him from anything except maybe a weird like. I have some old like Hawaii Five O memories. I have a feeling he was on there. Yeah. A lot of Japanese actors ended mm, up on. Yeah, Hawaii probably 5-0. Mash. <laughs> yeah, probably Mash too. Good point. Yeah. Probably showed up on Mash. Akiko is amazing though. Uh, we should play Akiki in this one. Uh, Aki. Oh, Akiko Wakabayashi. Aki was Aki was the hero of the movie. And yes. it was it was very strange to me that at some point it just like leaves Aki behind mm-hmm. and that's it. I We're know just like, she was done with her. Unceremoniously yeah. killed her by rolling over. I I hated that. That broke my heart. Yeah, they oh, always do. Man, that that whole poison string trick. It's like uh, that's cool. It's really cool, but man, is that is that uh, you've really got to have some aim. Clearly, <laughs> you've uh, yes, got to yes. tickle the nose to the point where the person you're trying to kill opens their mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I've only seen that used twice in films. First time was uh, Gross Point Blank, the original, the kill he's on during the first right. part of the movie. He's yeah, doing this, yeah, yeah. and then I thought that was an anomaly, but I guess this is a thing. People get yeah. this is how you get yeah, poisoned, and why not? That <laughs> um, yeah, that that was gnarly. I. But I, I don't know. Again, she died needlessly because the whole had, ruse yeah. of him being there and having this stupid wedding and looking Japanese. What a waste of time. Like, why are right. you? Well, yeah, and right. she, no, she, wait, that's a, that somebody had to die. That character was already written to die. That's just something that 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 was part of the formula. One of the one of the Bond girls has to die. At least two, two of the girls that Bond girls have to die. One survives. Right? That's, That's usually true, right? Karen Dora yeah. and Akito, right. Akiko, 
They're they're right. gonna die and then kissy kissy yeah. freaking kissy kissy. I love kissy Suzuki. That's just I, amazing. I, 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 I feel like we're we might be confusing his wives, his many wives in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> Aki, right? Aki, Aki is, is the agent that helps died. him at the beginning, drives him off, and then makes yeah. makes him chase her to slide down the the little metal slide into the chair. Oh, um, right. Okay, uh, I have it. Mixed kissy up Suzuki is the mar- the one who marries uh, marries. Yeah. Him Who's the dies. one that dies in the that's uh, Aki dies. No, no, Kissy Suzuki dies. Wait, Aki Aki comes uh, back to fight with him at the end, like to to discover no. the um. No, Kissy's there the whole time at the end. No, Kissy's Kissy the, whole, the yeah, one who Kissy. dies. Isn't she the one who dies? Because she no like, no uh, Aki, the Aki is the one that no no that's Kissy that comes along later. You no, know, Aki is the one that that dies in the bed. Okay, the that's what I thought. I thought. I thought it was she's the one who well she's the one who marries him is Kissy Suzuki and she dies. They both they both marry him, right? And then that doesn't work. So he has to get the other one, or they're on plan on Aki Aki is trying to marry him. That doesn't right. happen. And that doesn't happen. And right. Then, Randy, right. You're, you're, the, a, you're the fourth party. You've got to break right. this tie. Kissy. No, I'm just laughing. I'm just laughing because I'm telling you this movie is trying so hard <laughs> to make sure that James Bond is with lots of different women that it has to start killing them off. Um, the one, the one he marries that takes him, that sneaks him into the Island at the end, she ends up, uh, getting shot at while swimming. And I just love that. Right. She doesn't die. That is in that, yeah. Okay. She doesn't yeah. die in that sequence, but they like make it like she died out there. And I'm just like, man, this movie just wants to kill these women so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like they, uh, they, they unceremoniously dump, uh, Helga Brandt and they call her number 11 in this movie. Uh, they unceremoniously yeah. dump her into a pond of, uh, of piranha. piranha. And, uh, I just, I love that. Right, I love it. Right. <laughs> Last before, night. With the sewing yeah. machine foot pedal, which I really yeah. like. Oh right yeah. That was, died, great. Uh, that was great. Right before she died. Number 11 did a number two. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> And it's just like, there. it's just like, what, why did we like, we, we even brought Miss Money Penny over, which was no, that's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Oh, the mobile, the, the mobile MI6 office. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, great. Geez. Great. Yeah. I was like, yeah, oh, just, oh, we're all the whole game here. Like yeah. who, who goes through and sets up every one of M's offices to look exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah. How, yeah. how long does he spend in the who submarine office Money where Penny he does. needs all Money that Penny stuff run- Money Penny runs everything, man. She she's the one that makes it. She's not. She's not installing the bookcase and bringing all of his she's books from his main <laughs> office into his, <laughs> his temporary sub, submarine yeah, office. Very so here's weird. my explanation. Uh, I like of, the train of, way better though. <laughs> my, my overall explanation. You can take it or leave it. Let me know if you if you don't like it. Is that uh, at some point someone figured out Sean Connery can only ever have chemistry with women. If you put Sean Connery face to face with a male actor, it sucks. And so we're just going to have Sean Connery. uh, We're just to throw women. And throw a yeah. woman into the scene. Sean Connery's trying to yeah. get away. He jumps into a moving car. There's a woman driving it. Like every mm-hmm. single time. And that's my that's, that's my of, it's a good my theory best explanation. It's yeah. a good theory because no, even the his character. time with um with Tiger Tanaka, his time, um you know or that's a great example to walk around with Tiger Tanaka. You never feel like James Bond like fully trusts and respects this guy it's like yeah, yeah when we when we go into more uh, for more women like when uh can we do another spa day and <laughs> it's just so so every hero needs to have an achilles heel and his sean connery's character james bond is women that's the thing that's the that's his mm-hmm. only flaw right mother size mm-hmm. is ego 
<laughs> and like we're, we can come up with a lot of flaws for James yeah. Bond. Yeah, we'll get yeah. more flaws when we start getting into the Roger Moore stuff. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at this film; he's trapped in the plane because he he trusts a woman. He's uh, <laughs> but here's the yeah. thing: a woman. So Helga Brandt is trying to kill him. Yeah, she ends up making out with him and handing him a deadly knife. Yeah, and so all he had to do, a man with a license to kill, is mm-hmm. slit her throat at that moment, and everything's better the whole he he converts world war three then yeah if he yeah, does that, early right? on and, yeah. and what's the very next thing she does she tries to kill him again like yeah. What, yeah how is he this bad at being a spy with a license to kill yeah there <laughs> was a little bit of bond causes willie hmm. <laughs> <laughs> curious jimmy it seems to drive it seems to drive know, jimmy he prefers it shaken jimmy. not stirred yeah right i prefer. i think he likes it hairy and not shorn i think is what he also did Oh, don't well, you know, you know, Sean, don't you know Sean Connery won't, uh... just has a hedge down there? Sean Connery is like, <laughs> like seriously, Sean Connery, you yeah, can't if, see. Yeah, if, he yeah, still if has a... anything like the upstairs, it's definitely going to be hairy, That's right? That's right. He is a yeah, very bird won't make man. a nest in a bear tree. Yeah. He, every, oh time, every time I see they some did, woman cozying up Chinese on him. and philosophy for no reason in <laughs> Japan. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was yeah. weird. That was really weird. By the way, they really nailed how... Uh, an early morning foggy uh, Hong Kong skyline looks. I'd, I've, I've been there during a time oh, that was like that, and they nailed that. I mean, I guess that was I Hong Kong. I loved so not hard. the city stuff. That was amazing. Yeah, that was good. It was all right. I want a bedroom where the, there's a black button on the wall that sends mm-hmm. that hideaway Flips bed. up the Murphy bed. Yeah, 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 I want that. And then I want. I also want the slide. I want. A, I want a floor that mm-hmm. gives way, and I want to slide down and land into a chair and have a meeting with Tiger tonight. Have you ever been in some right? Have you ever been captured in a more fun way? <laughs> That'd be an amazing way to get caught, right? Like, yeah, wee wee. And he, you know, at he, first you're like, oh no, and you're like wee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you start scared. You wee the rest of the way. That's how yeah. you do it. Wee. Um, the. The, there's another bit of trivia here. This rocket pistol. So they gave, they kind of gave, they they oh, usurped yeah. Q's normal role in this movie, and they gave it to Tiger Tanaka oh. and all his gadgets, which is a little yeah. bit weird. Uh, but that rocket pistol and cigarette locket rocket were real life weapons that were. Mm. This, according to the trivia, have some scrutiny probably. Uh, that were featured after the manufacturer paid for the product placement. It was hoped that they would become standard military and intelligence equipment. However, they proved to be too expensive. Uh, for example, ammunition costs three times as much as normal ammo. They were clumsy, useless at any distance over 15 yards, despite what they said in the film, and unreliable, horribly inaccurate, and tended to uh, start fires. So they ceased and apparently, production. Whoa, Nelly. Yeah. Having a pist a pistol cigarette, a cigarette that shoots an explosive. Yeah. Apparently, when it ha- when you uh, possess that, it turns uh-huh. you into a stupid idiot <laughs> who aims it at the lowest value target in the room. <laughs> yeah, right. that's part of that's one of the side effects I'm of using use that rocket. I'm going to use it to distract them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I like gadget use in Bond movies, but I was a little yeah. bummed that. Llewellyn and his usual role as Q got kind of shoved to the yeah, side here. Yeah, he just, he just uh, shows pay up. Attention. I've fast. just really got a, a helicopter for you that's going to uh, yeah. assemble itself in a weird montage. Boink, boink. Yeah. Boink, boink. It was a little sad. I enjoyed that. I, I actually really thought I thought that little sequence was awesome. Where, it, where it, like they start assembling it, and then it just goes, bah, you hear like metal clanging, and then a new piece is on there, and clank, and then a new piece is on there. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I found it to <laughs> that be was an interesting filming technique. I was I was trying to think if if I had seen that before. Uh, 
yeah, and cartoons and stuff. This is the road rolled doll part. He's just like, use your imagination. Right. It just comes together like a transformer. Yeah. That and then the then actually that, is, that does. Now that you say that, that does feel very uh, rolled doll. Yeah, rolled yeah. Doll. There's something yeah. about that. Um, speaking of which, the aerial stuff. The unit cameraman for all aerial shots, John Jordan, no relation to Randy as far as I know, uh, wow. lost his leg while working on this film. So this movie had a tragedy in it where a dude got his leg, hack, leg hacked off in an accident. Oh, geez. Yeah, that's no good. Nobody wants that. Lost it, huh, I guess. They were, did, did they ever find it? They never. They, I bet they did. They probably found it and probably did, weren't able to do shit with it because it was the 60s. Right. So mm-hmm. no, it was the 60s. No leg for you, sir. Right. There's a there's a whole bunch of trivia about the guy who invented that one person helicopter and how he you know like he brought it over to Japan so they could film you know, using it and there was only one person who could fly it and they like made that person you know they made that person look as much like James Bond as possible and so on and I'm just like watching this movie asking why would why would Q come over with this incredibly weird machine mm. and not mm-hmm. bring a pilot. Why does James Bond have to fly this thing? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why, mm-hmm. what, uh, is this, is this MI6? It's, it doesn't seem like much of an organization. <laughs> I, know. I know. They didn't seem, they seem more adept to converting the home office into a boat for a minute uh, uh-huh. than they were <laughs> at solving any world crime. They just seem to be a little bit stupid. Uh, in this uh, oh, 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 his name is uh no, sorry, never mind. I, I, I can't find the name of the guy who invented this thing. <laughs> it's a real gyro. It's a, it's a real working thing. It's like it's a, it's an impressive little vehicle, right? Oh, I'd love um, something like that to be able to kind of zip around the neighborhood and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just put a link in the chat. Yeah. You can buy these Ultra from this company. Meow. They're called. Uh, yeah. Let's see, the ZE. Oh, no, I don't know what the company is. Composite FX. They're called, and you can buy a one man little helicopter. They don't show pricing, funny enough. I kind of hope they do. Let's see. No. Oh, here we go. Uh, Kit, if you put it together yourself, $55,000. If you want to have a finished one, 70 grand. It's not really that bad if you think about what it is. Yeah. 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 No, it's not bad at all. I'd fly that. I think I found a new way to get to work. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Don't don't tell me uh, you could possibly take on a fleet of enemy helicopters. I'm sorry. That's that's (laughs) true. Yeah. No, probably not. I don't even know. I think my there's probably local and state law that would prohibit me from even own one of these. I don't. Think oh, absolutely! I'm sure. There's. I mean, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Wrong. HOA would probably. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think about think. the HOA. They'd, be, they'd probably be super pissed. They yeah. don't even like. At least, it, at least it doesn't require a runway. You don't yeah. need to. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'm trying to think of where anybody I would else, land. Uh, anybody else notice that we have an entire James Bond movie where James Bond never drives a car? Uh, hold oh, on. yeah, wow. he gets driven around, doesn't he? Yeah, everybody he flies, him around. He flies two different aircraft and he paddles boats quite a bit. But mm-hmm. you're right, I, ever, I think uh, driving will be pretty boring after flying that uh, that composite effect. I'm, if I am here to say if you ever pull up in a 2000 GT and uh, want me in it, I will ask you to move over so I can drive that exactly. car. That thing is insane. Oh, yeah, the that. That's that the car. convertible that Aki yeah, the, uh, picks up yeah. in? Yeah. Not yeah. a convertible. It, it's a car with no roof. Oh. You cannot convert that into so a top <laughs> car. It's permanently converted convertible. Yes. yes. Right. Oh, I never no thought of that. Car. I wonder what, is that what that, what do you call a convertible that never converts? Like no top, just no top? A topless, uh, yeah. <laughs> topless no roof. Aki roof. And, uh, okay. 
and you can buy one, by the way, I lo- I went and looked around like, could you buy a 67 Toyota 2000 GT? Yes, you can. It's going to cost you more than a million dollars. Good Lord. Buy that car. Oh, is that all? Good Lord. Sure. No wonder they well, use you the buy, projection you know, the screen. FX is- yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You pay a lot less for this little helicopter deal. And I'll bet Dunaway, you mm-hmm. live down in a lawless, you know, freaking the South down there. You can do, you can buy one of these, get this going. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, let's go. Let's. I'll fly up to no time. We'll be there. Yeah, get that. Get one of them. But what do they care? South Carolina's like sweet. Get more tiny personal helicopters. They don't care. Yeah, it's the real outback down here. That's right. Yeah, yo. Uh, let's see. I also wrote down. No way he gets away with a surgical mask that long. So when he he takes oh, the role of the guy on. who got injured oh. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and he carries him all the way back and only finds out who he is at the very end. Come on, dude. You're the worst. Mm -hmm. Come on, The Rock's grandpa. You're smarter than this. Yeah, come on, Rock, grandpa. (laughs) Grandpa Rock. Come on. I just could not get over that. And it, and and the movie, once once you get past that point, though, you realize this movie is going to hand wave a lot. It's going to just say, yeah, yeah, well. I did like the space stuff, though. Like, I was surprised at how effective the the capsule (laughs) was. <laughs> the capsule stuff was the big mouth. Obviously, I, I like not, it, never going to happen. But yeah, exactly. Like it clipping the you know, George Clooning that astronaut basically yeah, clipping yeah, his line. <laughs> That's a great way <laughs> to put What's it. What's going on? <laughs> oh man, that one part of gravity. You can snip. See you later. Yeah. Oh man. I yeah, love that. I did love it and I hated it because it was oh anytime you do something, it's like we got an action movie. Action, action, action. And it's right. like, what are we gonna do now? Time for some space stuff. Well, Time space is popular right now. Down. Okay, we uh-huh. could do space. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the pantheon of these films, is this one considered like a, a favorite or a lesser than? Like, I don't know what the consensus from Ian Fleming um, slash Bond so fans is. I like reading or like reading the message boards, the real diehards for a James Bond or like, they don't like the movie, you know, for a, a lot of the inconsistency we've been talking about, but also because Sean, Sean Connery doesn't like the movie. Sean mm. Connery didn't want to do it. He didn't want, mm. he didn't want to, there were all kinds of things. He like in, in the book, you're constantly being led right up to the brink of Bond dying. And it's actually Blofeld who ends up dying yeah. in the book. Mm-hmm. And Sean Connery had you know, kind of wanted that. And, you know, he wasn't getting it. And so people like, are like, uh, who cares about that movie? And, mm. Also, the next movie is such a return to the way James Bond is supposed to be. I'm putting that in air quotes, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, it's, I don't know. It's it's a big mixed bag, this thing. Yeah. On Rotten Tomatoes, it's got a 74%, number 12 yeah. ranked yeah. in their, their ranking of the James Bond films with uh, Goldfinger being number one from Russia with Love, Dr. No being number two and number three, the three we've, we've watched before. Which I would agree are are better. Actually, Thunderball's up there too, number six. Oh, uh, before you get to uh, uh, Majesty's Secret Secret Service, the next one we're going to watch has an eighty-one percent, number nine on the list. Hmm. Okay. I like how they um, ended this movie with "Stay tuned, Bond will be back." Yes. And, uh, yeah, Bond will return on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Like they don't even say in. On Her Majesty's right. Secret Service, they say Bond will return. Because that's weird to say. Say it, say, it, say it with the it is. It is, yeah. Bond will return in on Her Majesty's Secret <laughs> Service. You have exactly. to pause to make sure people know that it's a title. But yeah. it is. If yeah, you put a quote, a if, if they put it in quotes, they could have done it. They should have done it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that would have worked. But hey, I, I did like, by the way, uh, some some funny wording. I uh, liked how Blofeld called his uh, his his freaking fish tank, uh, called it piranha fish. <laughs> oh, Look, yeah. it's filled with yeah. piranha fish. <laughs> piranha fish. 
Oh, oh, so it's not the other kind. Yeah, right. I love that. Piranha cats. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, Tanaka at one point says, uh, well, when you become a Japanese, you will. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of stuff he said that threw me. Just made me roll my Sexy, sexy. She's very sexyful or something like that. Sexyful. Yeah, I captured that. She's very sexyful. I I capped that one for later. I still don't know what it means. Yeah. And then a shot Uh, between the legs. Oh, that Favorite shot. Song. That was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. What yeah. were they doing there? And the whole men uh, first, ladies second stuff. Like, this this movie was wearing that shit on its sleeve. They oh, God, care. yeah. They were into it. Uh, let's see. Just go through some of the notes. Uh, do you think the casting call for opening credits uh, includes the line, must have big nipples? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of got that impression. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, because they always they make sure uh, just to make sure you know these are not women wearing bodysuits. We have them positioned so perfectly you can see that they've got nipples. They are naked as they're dancing. They're like eraser heads on your pencil in the in those shots. (laughs) They are, yeah, sticking way out there, making them work in the coldest of conditions. You know, like warm that room up. Let those women have normal, normal nipple time. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right, exactly. Come on, can, we, can we turn on the uh, turn off the air conditioning? Who sings the thing? Who's the main theme? Uh, Nancy Sinatra. Oh, geez. Yeah, These boots okay. are made for walking. Her only other real big hit. That yeah. one uh, song she did with uh, Frank uh, called Something Stupid. Oh, I don't that's all. That. That's all harmony vocals. Okay. Some, is it really called Something Stupid? Yeah, it's uh and then I go and spoil it all by saying something stupid like I love you. Okay, that one. That's kind of oh, the era. Password. That's the era I didn't like. Oh yeah, that's the oh, password. Really? You just gave the password away. I just gave away the password. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. Oh, the stupid password. <laughs> I think it's I think it's really interesting that we have different reactions to the song. Like mm. well, it's it's interesting just that we discuss the songs because these movies all have that, that original song at the beginning, right? Yeah. And we we even you know, like we're even having a discussion about it, right? Like you're not having a discussion about Star Wars movie songs or whatever. Right. But I, I think it's really interesting we have these different uh results because I wonder if you, Scott, in disliking this are being affected by all of the better songs that came later. Probably, like, yeah. There's so many yeah, good Or before, for that matter. I, I think the last one was better than this one. Um, I can't even remember what it was, but I liked oh, it Oh, Thunderball more. was the last one. Was that the last watched, one I did? Right? Yeah. Oof. I liked that. I liked oh, it better than this. like Thunderball. Yeah, Tom Jones. Yeah. Uh, it's I the, mean, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not the worst of all of the James Bond songs. It's just... I mean, what what does Thunderball mean? What does that word mean? This I don't one, know. this uh, one just right. didn't feel just didn't feel like it had anything to say. I don't know. It just felt normal or something. To um, me. It's so so many people rank the themes. It's hard to find like a well, which one is considered to be the definitive list? But Variety magazine, um, I don't know where they came up with the list, but Diamonds Are Forever, uh, mm-hmm. Shirley Bassey, and then Goldfinger number one, number two, Doctor No, which was just the instrumental john mm-hmm. barry theme and then you only live twice number four on their list oh okay okay which Follow is insane i'm sorry live no. and let die uh we have all the time in the world live which is the next die. one we're gonna next <laughs> one we're gonna see and not have the adele song in the top 10 even is just this list is garbage like, it's uh yeah, there's actually two from Honor Majesty's Secret Service in the top ten because the, again the we're not going to get lyrics in the um, the right. next movie that we watch. Yeah. We get the the lyric song comes right. at the end, uh, Louis Armstrong song. 
Um, and and I realize or... even even trying to rank these is weird, right? Because like, where do you put a song like "For Your Eyes Only"? It's a yeah. it's just a pop song. It's, it's a, a pop good. Song. Pop it song. happens to be yeah, exactly. So do you put it? In, at the top or the bottom? I don't know. And and in their list, GoldenEye is way higher than I'd put it. Listen, I love Tina Turner, but that th- that song doesn't belong at number 14 over The Man with the Golden Gun or um, the Chris Cornell thing. Agreed. The Garbage one. Even the AHA song. Sorry. It's a great, it's a great Bond song. It's a great song Living in general. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's such a, I, I like the Billie Eilish one. I'll admit yeah. that. I thought yeah. that was cool. And uh, no time to die. Actually, my think, favorite yeah. Billie Eilish songs are both from movies. That and the Barbie song are really good. I like those. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I'm. We almost. We should come up with a uh, uh, the four of us rank the James each individually rank the James Bond theme songs. Just see where Ooh, where things are parallel. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'd do that. I mean, that feels like right. a fun little side side project. I'll make a I'll make a, I'll make a little custom ranker for us. All right. Oh, cool. Fun. Yeah, Thank let's you. do that, and then we can let the ranker. we can post it in Discord and stuff. Let people have a say on it. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Anybody got anything else you want to talk about? I wrote, we, uh... uh, he looks more Romulan than Japanese. Exactly what I thought. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. I think, uh, I think the Romulans might have been based on James Bond in a kimono. Like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> might have been. So uh, there's so much trivia guys about, about Sean Connery fighting with people, fighting with the local public, the photographers and everything. But the one that really stuck out to me was that the producers, whenever Sean Connery appeared in public in Japan, they just wanted him to wear a damn toupee and he wouldn't do it. And he was just like, no, I'm I'm not James Bond. I am Sean Connery. I'm not yeah. going to wear the toupee while I'm in public. And so they they got all these bodyguards to try to prevent photographers from getting pictures of Sean Connery in Japan with, uh, you know, his balding natural hair. <laughs> and it is just so like, uh, wow, what a what a sideshow, you know, for the production of a yeah, movie. Yeah. yeah. That's I didn't know about that. He was he real uh, weird about his uh, I don't know covering up his balding little spot back there or whatever. No, I was saying he wasn't. He was just like I like they. Oh. There's this whole bit this this whole like piece of trivia yeah. about him going out in public wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> and like and saying I'm Sean Connery. I am not James Bond, and so that's why. The producers made sure that the movie poster said Sean Connery is James Bond. Yeah. Uh, sounds like to me we're, we're entering a phase of Sean Connery's life where he is starting to feel very typecast and doesn't want to feel that way anymore. Yeah. yeah. That's why he's about out here. He's almost done by this yeah. point. Yeah. He's like, I'm out. And I don't blame him. You know, no. I get it. No. Nope. You don't want to be Captain Kirk for your whole life. And I just, I just want to say again, his performance in the movie, you could never tell. That he was at odds with the filmmakers. You no, he never phoned it in. I, I, he, mm-hmm. Even in a movie that was so wrought with problems, like his final film, The Extra, uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, he still did the work and got, you know, he did what he was called Absolutely. to do. Well, you got to have some respect for that, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. I, well, I, one more, sorry, yeah, yeah. one more piece of, uh, one more <laughs> two word note in my notes uh, Fruit Ninja, just because we, <laughs> we actually do ninja. get a Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Yeah, because he went whack on that watermelon. Like a watermelon. I was like, yeah. It was oh like weird. everybody right else fights other ninjas, but this guy yeah. uh, only only rates as high as, as slicing up a watermelon. That's fantastic. Oh my gosh. I can you imagine can you imagine being uh the support staff at ninja training school? No. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I thought about like what it is. Oh my gosh. They must have a hundred people working tirelessly to make like yeah. a straw mannequin that just gets dissected in an instant. Like, Oh, I got to make another straw oh, mannequin. That reminds yeah. me. I forgot. To tell I you love guys. the introduction of all the students there because Sean Connery's <laughs> just talking to Naka. And all of a sudden yeah. I'm at a ninja school. Ah, exactly. Run, it's run like down 50 the hill. ninjas all screaming and running at the camera. <laughs> you I didn't see it. us, did you? Still- We're a bunch of ninjas. That's why. It still sounds anti-ninja to me when they do that, you know? Yeah. They never right. be- oh, yeah. behave like ninjas. Ninjas aren't breaking their heads on freaking uh, giant blocks of ice. Who does that? Not ninjas. No. But then I do like, and now we'll, no, and now we'll go look at my modern ninjas, and they've all got guns. Yeah, and just guns. Yeah, and that's what makes a modern ninja. I love that so much. Man, Every trainee weird. wearing a gi was covered in dirt. They had been yeah. rolling around in the dirt. And so I was expecting the gun shooters to not be dirty, but they were dirty too. Yeah. They were dirty yeah, too. Plenty yeah. dirty. Yeah. So uh, I forgot to tell you this. Gross. This is what grossed me out. Well, oh, guess, yeah. guess. See if you can guess. What do you guys think grossed me out? Because to me, I'll, I'll tell you, it was early. And yeah. it's a thing that always grosses me out it, in film or not. When I see, let's say, when I see someone like that, I, my brain immediately goes, ugh, that's that thing and i don't want to oh. i don't want to give it away but that if that helps interesting oh gosh uh so, really shaggy chest hair i mean i can't imagine that that would do it no that would uh, bother me if they go to and they went yeah. it was in japan if that helps not it was in, in tokyo japan. okay yeah. so not really early in the movie no early <laughs> early ish early it's pretty early still okay um i don't know man uh <laughs> there's like there's a lot of like you know, fingers near mouths and stuff. Uh, but <laughs> yep, none of that. I'll just tell you, it yeah. was uh, anytime I see a sumo wrestler's thong, I don't like it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah, they're out there doing. You know, because you know they don't clean it themselves. Hell they no. Have somebody do it for them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They don't clean. Probably it. even somebody pulls it out of their their butt crack too. <laughs> like, <laughs> Someone's job is to collect all those things. To pick them up off the locker room floor, they probably have names for it, like Chode Stash or Sash or something like that. Uh, <laughs> that's horrific. Ugh. All right. Well, I yeah. hadn't, I hadn't even given it that much thought, but now it's even grosser. So there it is. Gross sumo thongs. All right. Let's get to some uh, clips of a clippage nature. All right. A clippy type yeah. clippage. And we'll start with this weird conversation here. Why do Chinese girls taste different from all other girls? You think we better, huh? No, just different. Like Peking duck is different from Russian caviar. Okay. I don't know if it's rude. <laughs> yeah, Chinese girls apparently taste like Aquafina. <laughs> uh, so obnoxious comedy then is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. I like her sometimes. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, I love her. Yeah. yeah. I like her a lot in some things. Yeah, but that is as like I'm watching that scene. I'm sitting there saying to myself, I'm not sure. Is this racist? Is this not racist? Right. I can't tell. I'm not 100% sure. It's just awkward and uncomfortable. But yeah. you, you cut off the line like uh, uh, he says, uh, you know, uh, like you like you had in there. Well, it's like Russian caviar versus Peking duck. I like them both. And she says, I give you good duck. <laughs> yes, I love that. That was a terrible scene. I hated that. I hated all of it. <laughs> All right, now something about your being dead. Oh, yeah, here you go. Well, now that you're dead, perhaps some of your old friends will pay a little less attention to you for a while. I'm <laughs> <laughs> having a little joker there. Uh, okay, I love this Japan. So now we're in the sumo wrestling. I love these ring announcers in Japan. These are amazing. Check this guy out. 
I would have loved some subtitles. <laughs> was that that was the like... that was the announcer at the sumo match, right? Yeah, the, the sumo the, ring rumble. Let's ring, get right, ready right. to rumble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What no, is, no, that's no. actually what the subtitles I want to know what you got. You got to take your pinky finger, touch your lower teeth, and then pull down, and then start talking. <laughs> oh my gosh! So then you had this had this going on. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I like it. <laughs> he sounds like he's dying. Good All right. Guys. Here's the password. I love you. I have a Kanye by. Oh, okay. Let's go get the Kanye oh, by. Uh, here's Tanaka doing Tanaka things. Your most vital contact will be Tanaka. 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 I may have Tanaka. repeated that. <laughs> oh, we didn't Tanaka, even talk Tanaka. about Charles Tanaka. Gray. Yeah, Charles Gray's uh, in this. So that, that's uh, Charles Gray who... Um, uh, was probably most famously also in the little or not little shop horrors, the Rocky Horror Picture Show as the narrator. The it's just a jump to the left, that guy. Really? <laughs> um, yeah, and because uh, that's the that's right before he gets stabbed in the back mid sentence, right? <laughs> yeah, which is not how yeah. this works. I don't think. I no. think if you got stabbed in the middle actually, of the sentence, you'd go oh, we'll oh, and you'd move forward and you'd have all kinds of stuff. I, I hate that. Uh, we'll I've see him later. Oh, Can't go ahead. Say. Uh, we'll see him later in uh, in the James Bond series as Blofeld. Oh, really? Yeah, he. Oh, really interesting. Yeah. He, yeah, he takes over that role in the second to last Blofeld appearance. I do love a guy that can take a swing to the knee when he's got a fake fake leg. I like that. Something about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Here's a sword <laughs> sound that was kind of cool in the air. I like that. Sounds like some oh wow, Terry up. Uh, some good advice about girls. The one thing my honorable mother told me long ago was never to get into a car with a strange girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. Yeah, never get into a car with a strange girl. I, wait a minute. Her gra- his grandmother? I wouldn't have made cars. <laughs> I mean, 60 this is 1964 yeah. or something. When there when when vehicles are invented, uh don't get into one with a strange girl. You know the ancient Japanese saying, don't get into a car with a girl <laughs> or a car yeah, right. with a strange girl. All right. How do you feel about me? How do you feel about me? I love you. I'm glad we got that out of the way. <laughs> I hate the password thing. <laughs> I love you. What, what about what about what about uh, code words later on in the in the movie too? Yeah. Where they were going, we put in code word imminent. <laughs> yeah. That's the, that's the word. Yeah, that's the code word. Yeah, imminent. Imminent right. your code word. They have really bad security password stuff in this movie, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, I really, I really like that. The whole point of "I love you" as a passcode is that it causes Money Penny to say it to James Bond first, mm-hmm. and then he says it back. Yeah. Like yeah. that's, I think that's a fun oh, little he moment. Doesn't say it back. Well, he does. The, he does the Han Solo. Right. He's, he's supposed to say it back, right? Yeah. And we, yeah. and so we're all teased into you know remembering that they have some kind of relationship. But uh, what I hated was this script included dozens of lines where you're inside Blofeld's secret lair and there are there's a PA announcer telling you what's happening. Each of like mm-hmm. open bay doors, opening bay doors, open bay doors. <laughs> that thing that yeah. drove me. I was muting this movie. I was yeah, so how many people do that. they need to have pass it down yeah. the line to shut the bay doors? That was bad. You're right. Right. Too much. They were trying to Shut make it seem like a big technical thing, but I think they well, overdid it. 
And they were and they were like describing everything really blatantly, you know, like, prepare to launch devouring rocket, preparing to launch devouring rocket, like and saying that really loud. Like, what? Why? Why are you yeah, doing that? That was a bit much. That was an excessively long scene. And the wedding was an excessively long scene. <laughs> yeah, that went yeah. too long. That went too long. I may have zoned out a little during the wedding. <laughs> Just a Played a game of Fruit Ninja while that was going on. Like real weddings, yeah. I tend to I tend to zone out on that. Yeah. Well, yeah. And what did it get them? The whole point of the wedding was that it was supposed to make him pass for Japanese more because he needed to sneak into a fishing village. Right. Yeah. Right. And so his wife, his new wife was going to be the agent basically that snuck him in. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as he gets there, they find out where the volcano is like, mm-hmm. yeah. like within hours. He basically, it's basically to get him from the boat to her, her house. Her house. Yeah. <laughs> it is goofy hat and scarf. And, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. I shaved my what? chest half of this <laughs> in the, in the book, in the book, you're, you're, you spend the whole book expecting James Bond to die at the end. Like yeah, a little bit. he's, he, everybody is predicting his death. He's predicting his own death. And so him getting married is supposed to be this really awesome symbolic thing. And he actually is getting married. Like he's they're They're making a deal of it, you know, because he wants to settle down <laughs> with this, with this woman that he's yeah. in love with. Yeah. And it's just so like. I don't know. It's so thrown away in this movie. Like, let's, yeah, let's have a wedding. I agree with let's that. start by having three brides come uh, walking up wearing the exact same oh, wedding yeah. dress. Yeah. <laughs> and two of them are older. <laughs> like, well, I do have a face like a pig. Yeah. The one <laughs> also, I thought he said face like a pig, but I don't think any of those people looked that bad. No, they didn't. Yeah. I think Tanaka's. But you do, but but you do get the reaction face with, uh, with ooh, Sean Connery ooh. like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh God! Not not her. Howard, please, yeah. God, not her. They should have shown their faces going. That's a white man with darkened hair and eyebrow problems. Like that is not a Japanese mm-hmm. man I'm marrying. Come on, didn't believe it. All right, he likes yeah. sake. I like sake. Now he says sake. No, I like sake. Sake. He likes sake. sake. Here's sake. here's all I could think about when I heard him say that. I like sake. I like turtles. I like sake. <laughs> I like turtles. Yeah. That's all I could think of. <laughs> Hilarious. That's all I could think great. of. And also sake. Come on, dude. Yeah. Sake. You're supposed to be an expert. Apparently the transformation didn't include any pronunciation lessons. Yeah. Or his time in Cambridge. uh, I wish you could. He claimed at Cambridge they learned all kinds of languagey stuff, and Japanese was one of them. Saki? Come on. Saki. Find find somewhere. Find uh, Sean Connery saying the word film and stick it in there. Really? Yeah. So he says, I like film, Saki. (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. The hard part is finding that film part but if someone yeah. knows where yeah. to get someone send me a message let me know where i can get it i'll do that <laughs> sacky i like sacky all right we should use that for all other right. stuff you know what i'm hanging on to it yeah. that's a clip we're keeping all right <laughs> absolutely when do men come oh geez this this thing oh my god <laughs> this whole what? thing i don't like how you stopped that conversation i know, I know. that actually <laughs> i think that's where the explicit take <laughs> is going to come from not from the clip no you're probably right but here's here's their cheesy bullshit rule number two in Japan, men always come first. Women come second. Now, I assume, I'm just going to assume that it's the less carnal thinking. <laughs> or if I have anything to do with it, they won't come at all. Right. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, God. And if you're Sting, if you're Sting, you got to wait a month or whatever it is. Uh, sorry, tantric lovers. I don't know who's out there listening. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. They all just unsubscribe. Damn it. Yeah. Here's another one. This we you talked about this earlier. Here it is. She's very sexy. Sexiful. Come on. Sexiful. Oh, great. She's very sexy. 
Was he trying to say successful or sexy or both? Maybe yeah, that's like what a that combination is of sexy and beautiful. Right. Sexiful. You're successful yeah. at being sexy. You're sexy. <laughs> oh, no. I think beautiful, a combination of beautiful and sexy, not successful and sexy. Oh, because, yeah, because that would and be successful. <laughs> successful, yes. You and had a lot of sex again. success here. Play the clip again. It sounds like he's Turkish. All right. She's very sexy. Yeah, I don't. He doesn't yeah. sound Japanese. He never did. Whoever did yeah. the ADR I, why, on that. Why go to the length of making James Bond explain that he got uh, an A plus in Oriental languages at Cambridge? Yeah. And then he never says a word of Japanese the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> well, well, the one word he says, Saki. Yeah, Saki. I don't know if you've heard about his Saki pronunciation. I like Saki. It's bad. All right, here's a great anti-smoking message for all you kids at home. Don't smoke, and here's why. You should give up smoking. Cigarettes are very bad for your chest. Yeah, they're bad for your chest. Yeah. And oh, sets him up to sets him up to look at Helga's chest. Yeah, yeah. what Scott? Is, isn't there a more line there? Like there's <laughs> there there's a been, great woman's tits joke. Is there? Right, I don't right? remember that. Yes, yeah, a great woman's uh, tits joke. Is that yeah, he's like he's it? looking at a woman and he says something in response to that, like about about how he. Uh, uh, likes, uh, likes a good yes, chest. Helga says, Helga says, Mr. Osato believes in a healthy chest. Oh, okay. Oh. Right. And, then, and then James Bond looks at her and says, Really? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> really? How big are your nipples? Really? Fascinating. Uh, Thank right. you. I put his voice is the best thing. This can only be for children. Don't use it, Bonsan. Take my helicopter instead. <laughs> that guy rocks. <laughs> yeah. I loved it when he was low, when he was just like cutting him. Deep man, yeah, because it's for children. The Fisher Price Little People's Helicopter. Yeah, Yeah. I love it. All right, here's something about removing prisoners. Remove the prisoners. Remove the prisoners. Remove the prisoners. Remove the prisoners. I'm repeating a lot of things today because they repeated (laughs) a lot of things. They kept saying shit over and over. It was hard not to notice that. All right, let's. I'll be in my apartment. I shall be in my apartment. Everything I say is talked like this. Yeah. Getting silly putty mm. out of my eyebrows. I don't know this why is, anyone still works for me. I throw them all in the piranha fish tank. Yeah. You're, you're demonstrating you're again. <laughs> you're demonstrating that this is peak Austin Powers. This is the movie it is. that yeah. it draws the most from. Yeah, for sure. It's funny because I, I'd never seen it, but I still got the point of. What they yeah, were because there are on. enough other things in other James Bond movies that rehash these things. I mean, this isn't our. This isn't going to be our only Donald Pleasance Blofeld, I don't think. And uh, yeah, I did two or three. There's got to be another one that's got the equivalent of the dolphins with freaking lasers on their heads. Oh yeah, dude. I expect you to die. That's a different guy, but that's what I always think yeah. of. Is like, yeah, these are yeah. these are meant to be. I mean, Blofeld literally the name sounds like. Like what you're trying Blow to make, Bob. It's a very blowfouled character type. <laughs> exactly. Uh, handling equipment, another euphemism here. Enjoy this one. I must congratulate you, gentlemen, upon your superb equipment. We congratulate you, sir, upon the way you handle it. Yeah, that seems Jeez. a little. Yeah. So there's yeah, that a little, whole scene. There's a little, there's that, some butt stuff going on. Yeah, butt stuff. Yeah. Butt stuff. That felt like that was the, like that scene felt like. That's when they decided to create Austin Powers. It's like this is so <laughs> over the top, yeah, sexual in innuendos that this is it. This is the movie we want to make. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, kill Bond when? Kill Bond now. Now. Okay. Now. Now. Even when okay, Wait for it? <laughs> when you said to kill Bond and they didn't, right? They just didn't yeah. succeed. 
Now he's got access, or he has Bond with him for later for a big period of time. You yeah. go ahead and kill him then. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, there's he has so many opportunities. He's holding a gun in one hand and the cat in the other. He could absolutely kill Bond with one of those two things. So dumb, dude. That part was dumb. And I just want to return to something that Ibit just said. Um, sorry, this is Donald sure. Pleasance only. Oh, it is? Oh, no, really? We don't get... I thought we got another Donald Pleasance. I thought we got the very, least a couple. Oh, the very next you know, one. Yeah, we got him. Like, he was the lower half Blofeld for the last three movies or two movies. <laughs> right. Oh, was he? And that's why we... Yeah. Okay, because I was that's so why, sure That's was... why I think of him as being a multi-Blofelder. Why do you think <laughs> and, they never showed him? Was there a point to that, to only show him finally in this one? Just a air of mystery kind of thing. Okay. You know, I guess they... I was like, glad they... Sh- I was glad they showed him because it was really impactful. Because at this point... Yeah. We had been doing the, you know, the the chest down only thing that it was starting to become kind of silly, right? And when they show him, it's like, holy shit, that was effective. I didn't think that would work. Mm. And what's great is we get him like peeking around from a from a, one of his henchmen's butts. Yes, basically. Yes, <laughs> like, I have it right here. He's got that Hello. weird back yeah. scar around his eye. Hello, yeah, yep, over here. Hello. <laughs> oh yeah, it is a butt, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was a chair for a minute, but you're right. He's looking no, out. No, it's, it's like basically, you know, Bond is uh, just staring at this guy's crotch and uh, Dr. Evil comes, I mean, sorry, Blofeld comes around and says, peekaboo. Right. I really like so him. Let me give you, me give you an great. awesome piece of trivia here. Go. So the yeah. first the first couple of times you see Blofeld's hand on the cat, yeah. that's uh, that's not Pleasance. That's an actor named Jan Werrick. Jan Werrick was originally cast by the Saltzmans to play Blofeld in this movie. And then when they got him on set, uh, Broccoli and the movie's director called him a poor, benevolent Santa Claus. What? What? Whoa! <laughs> that's uh, that's heavy-handed, man. That's yeah. hardcore. And so they, Cut so they, deep. Cut deep, trick. they hired Pleasance <laughs> because Pleasance would make the trip to Japan and immediately uh, they were able to resume with, with him in the role. Uh, I'm really... going to correct myself again that, that uh, I thought Donald Pleasance did the Blofeld thing before in Thunderball and uh, uh, from Russia with Love, and he wasn't. It wasn't him either. He wasn't. Oh, the, yeah, it was, was the only Pleasance we it get. Was, it was Anthony Dawson's hand and Eric yeah. Coleman's voice. The hell! <laughs> the, oh, I'm so movies. bummed. I, I am too. It. He's so he's perfect for this. Just keep using yeah. him. What's, what's yeah? And, and we had a lot of them. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry to say, as much as I love, love, love the next James Bond movie we're going to watch. It does uh, have Telly Savalas as Blofeld, and he's the worst possible cast. But I'm excited about it, though, because it's Telly Savalas, and he sucks, and that's great. Yeah. Let's and get isn't in there. Telly Savalas the the version that gets dropped into? Who we only see the back of his head, but he's the one who gets dropped into no. the smokestack. No, no, that's uh, because in okay. So Telly Savalas only appears in Honor, Majesty's Secret Service. Okay, and then we get uh, an, an actor named uh, Charles Gray in Diamonds Are Forever. And then a different actor who's made up to look like Charles Gray, basically, at the beginning of For okay. Your Eyes Only. Okay. Because wow. they never show his face. They do show the back of his head. In yeah, you get the only. back of his head and, of course, the uh, the cat who who's, uh, intelligently uh, jumps off his lap before he gets yeah, the cat, his wheelchair gets. The cat <laughs> Whoa, finally meow, gets, meow, 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 yeah, meow. gets some freedom yeah. in his life, that poor cat. It's, uh, it's too yeah. bad that they didn't know it like in 1961 that this was all going to happen because if they had just cast one person, right? right, Like if they just cast Charles Gray to play this character and had him in every movie, it would have been a super villain, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I just yeah. think you you have Pleasance. You have one of the great actors of his generation. What are you doing? Keep him. Keep you got to use him more. Yeah, yeah. We got to see the Great Escape eventually because I love him in that. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see. Ninjas. 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 That's right. That was, that's exciting <laughs> Ninjas. stuff. Ninjas. Uh, for your sake. All right, here's a, ba- a special baby rocket. This is our special baby rocket. <laughs> this sounds so <laughs> stupid. How can you take that seriously? It's like, yeah. here's our special baby rocket. You know, baby rockets, you know, for smoking. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh, I thought I thought for killing babies. When, when you when you absolutely <laughs> okay. need to rocket a nursery. Yeah. Oh, no, it's a rocket made from babies. Oh, okay. even worse. Oh. oh, great. We'll get emails for that one. Here's this. Is she pretty? She has a face like a pig. Jeez, just an ass. Oh, just, yeah. a, just an a-hole. Does that mean something different in Japanese culture? <laughs> <laughs> Do you? <laughs> oh, why is that funny? I don't know why that's so funny. All right. Some good yelling from the ninja people. I just think ninjas are meant to be quieter. Creatures. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Tell me, tell me, you captured the uh, the two fighting in a ring where one of them's going. <laughs> I don't know if I did. Dang it! I guess I'll find out if I did. That was but, a good one, though. Um, that was good. It's sort of like a cat about to throw up. <laughs> yeah. That thing they do. Ugh, I hate that yeah. sound. That sound is like a get grab him quick sound. Yeah. Uh, parents are. What's this? My parents are dead. My parents are dead. Sit down, please. Wow. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a strange little moment there with her. Uh, here's here's how you tell somebody that the computer has more information. This is how they did it in the 60s. A new update with target vehicle has been received from computers. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumb from thing. The computers? Computers. Tell me, tell me you don't understand technology without telling me you don't understand technology. Yep, that guy right there. Uh, okay, you got to say the name of your movie at least once, and they did. You only live twice, Mr. Bond. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, nicely done I hate there. that title. That's so stupid. It's a pretty dumb it's such title. such a long stretch. It's such a long stretch to get to the title. It's like, oh, that's, you couldn't think of something better than that? Yeah. Well, it's the it's book name, true. so you got to, you know. You but there's, and there was a deleted line, too. Uh, I'm trying to find it, where he says, uh, I plan on doing it better the second time around or something. Um uh, nope, here we go. You only live twice, Mr. Bond, and then Bond is supposed to say, well, they say twice is the only way to live. Oh. Wow. That would have been Wow, better. what a great singer. That's a, <laughs> it's better than what they did. They just said it in yeah. nothing else. All right, I wrote this down, and I don't know what I wrote. Gas, get over the side. Oh, yeah, because they're, okay, so Bond and his brand new wife, he just married yesterday, are in a boat, they go into a cave. The cave is an entrance to Blofeld's lair, and so to protect it, they filled it with dangerous gas. Oh, that's they, right. They, they just oh, I thought he it. farted. Well, let's no, find wow. out. I have, the, I have the clip right here. Let's see what happens in this clip. Here you go. Gas, get over the side, quick. Dunaway was right. Yeah. Well, See, that's what I heard. That's why I heard too. Yeah, there's a little fart, and he went, "Up, oh, I farted. Get out of here, quick! You have no idea hey, how bad." Oh God, get out! I had, I had some, I had meat for lunch. <laughs> I had meat. <laughs> meat. <laughs> those oysters, man. It's freaking oysters. Oh, this shit. Well, he didn't eat them. He's like, "Well, I, oh, yeah, we're not I having sex. I don't have any need for aphrodisiacs." Yeah, he's so weird. 
I, I love it that he tells her jump out of this boat right now and swim underwater. And she does it. She is his ride or die. She yeah. follows him yeah. up a mountain. When he says go for help, she is about to embark on a solo quest that's going to take her 10 hours of hiking mm-hmm. and then swimming in the ocean. And she goes, she goes instantly. She's she, the hero of this movie. She's the hero. I, yes. I can't, I can't stand yeah. it that this movie is just like, oh, she's just a, uh, an NPC doing a thing. Yeah. She is. <laughs> She is perfect for James Bond. I agree. I liked yeah. her a lot. Kissy, you you did your job. Nice, nice. <laughs> Here's uh, an enemy. What well, the enemy don't is? Don't kiss your Suzuki. Yeah, don't kiss your Suzuki when it's running. You'll burn your lips. All right, mm-hmm. here's this bit. The enemy is blown up. The enemy is blown up. The enemy is blown up. Those guys, the things they'd say <laughs> from the space thing. The enemy is right. blown oh, up. Oh yeah, the yeah, ultra ultra NASA. Yeah, work a little more dialogue there. Roll doll. Uh, if you're going to work on that. And I wrote This Song Sucks. You only live twice. Blah. Hard disagree. Blah. <laughs> I, don't know why, I don't know why it doesn't zing with me. Because most of Bond themes, even the shitty ones, or ones that people don't like as much, I'm usually fine with. But that one, I don't know. So, you yeah. know what? And I can't stand her, that duet you talked about with her dad. Uh, oh really? So maybe just, it's a Nancy Sinatra. How do you feel about these boots are made for walking? I also don't like that song. There I think it's a go. Nancy Sinatra problem. Maybe it's a Nancy Sinatra problem. Yeah. yeah, I like the. I really like the lyrics of this song. Uh huh. Like, because basically, um, the the story of the song is that you uh, you live twice, and like one life that you live is like everything that you do and experience, yeah. and the other life is a life you live through love when. Uh, love suddenly appears in your life and you have this whole other life with a person that you're in love with. Oh, that's kind of And nice. it's just like, it's like, it's, it's too good for James Bond. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Actually those lyrics are kind of nice. It's, it's less about him dying twice, you know? Yeah. Like yeah. A, yeah. your new life it, is uh, love or whatever. Robbie know. Williams reused it for millennium. I think like reuse just that, uh, that intro throughout that whole song. Oh, hmm. oh, is that why it's so familiar? Oh, uh, that might be why it's familiar. Yeah, yeah, why I'm cool with it. <laughs> I don't know because <laughs> I do like that bit. Those bits of it in mm-hmm. the movie were pretty good, and they didn't do too much. I was worried there's going to be a lot of stuff going on. There was a little. There was a little bit, but it wasn't too bad. How are you supposed to know you're in Asia unless you have that? So that and that stuff was all visual. That it was all visual. They didn't actually play that kind of music. There was maybe one but, little rift toward the end where it sounded like they like, were mixing it. Yeah. But yeah, when we when we first get to Japan, there's someone being transported in a rickshaw in 1966. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you know, um, one of the secret agents that are are chasing James Bond is wearing a kimono. Like at the in the first chase scene in Japan, you know, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> He goes to he goes to watch sumo. Why 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 does he go watch sumo? Why? There's no uh, reason. There for was him no to reason go there. for him. Yeah. To go. It's, it's flavor, flavor. Yeah. Just to remind you, he's in flavor. Japan. Yeah, yeah. He's in, well, he he's, only sees five seconds of a match and then leaves. Yeah, he sees enough to yeah. see uh, that's all, guys. That's with, all you need. Guys with giant thongs for five seconds and then got out of there. It was truly a waste. He had to go all the way into the locker room. Go through a bunch of special swip swap and then get tickets from like an actual sumo wrestler just so he could sit there for five seconds and say, I love you, and then get out of there. Right. That's effed up. 
This meant, you know what? I like the movie less than I thought. That's subterfuge. (laughs) If I think too hard about it, I don't like the movie as much. Yeah. Don't don't do that. (laughs) But if I don't think about it, I had a really good time. Which is always like Dunaway's big point, right? Like Mm -hmm. Dunaway has been, the project of FilmSec has been to Mm -hmm. convince you to stop being so critical and enjoy the moment when you're watching a movie. And this movie has so many moments. So like, there's so many, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the, the like when he goes up with Helga Brandt in an airplane for no reason, and then she yeah, hits yeah. a button that traps him with a board over his wrists. That is and like then karate, and then he yes. uses the karate he learned yes. to chop it. <laughs> right, yes. So many moments. Yeah, and that whole training. Come on, right? You need two more days, Mister Bond. Like, no, you don't. Get out of here. Nope, I'm instantly yeah, good. good at everything. Yeah, I'm good. You're freaking. You got it's like the matrix. You just put it in the back of your head and right. you know kung fu. Um, <laughs> right. All right, let's get to this right here. It's the film side checklist. Suction cups would never work on that ceiling. Check. I stand by that. Wow. The movie is 025 percent Moonraker. Check. And <laughs> yeah, finally, the men Point always come there. first. Check. <laughs> Uh, let's move on now to a soundtrack. Great, no Star Trek connections. We there's got to be somebody. Pleasance, maybe was he? Did no, he do a thing? Um, we have one, but it it answers the question. How does it feel to be perpetually uncredited? Whoa! Nah. So in the beginning of the movie, we have a guy in Hawaii sitting in a booth, uh, tracking spacecraft as they go over the Pacific. Yeah. Uh, that guy is uncredited. He does not get named in the credits. His name is Ed Bishop. Ed Bishop was a bit actor who delivers a couple of lines in the beginning of the movie for as from, you know, he's Hawaii Capcom. Mm. Um, Mm. He later appears in Star Trek, the animated series as the voice of Asmodeus again, uncredited Asmodeus, you say as Asmodeus. Yeah. Asmodeus. Asmodeus. We we do count Star Trek, the animated series for our Star Trek connections. And again, yeah, he's uncredited. I would like to know what it's like. Well, how does this guy feel, you know, getting these jobs yeah. and, and using his talents and he never makes it into the credits. That's a shame. Ed Bishop. Yeah. Ed Bishop. Never forget. He's not with us either, either anymore. Right. So whatever, whatever. Oh impact, gosh, no. <laughs> yeah. His impact oh, is my. over. Whatever that impact was, it's done. Um, Fair, His fair uh, uh, biggest role, I think, is in 2001: A Space Odyssey. He's uh, he's got a he's got a part in that movie. As does a he wear shorty shorts? Oh yeah, everybody does. Yeah, that's yeah. The, that's the rule. If there's anything I've learned about submarines, and it continues here, they all wear shorty shorts. It's hot in submarines, mm. apparently. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I understand. Uh, can you imagine how gross a submarine would be after a while? Just down, you're yeah. closed in in that tube, and everyone reeks and. I don't know. The Russians are on your tail mm. or whatever. And, and everybody's running around going, gosh, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Uh, right. by, by the way, um, there are a bunch, because we were watching all these James Bond movies, there's a bunch of film set connections in this movie. Mm. You know, we've seen Bernard Lee, Lois Maxwell, Desmond Llewellyn several times each. Um, but Sean Connery just towers over sure. everybody else. We've seen so many Sean Connery movies at this Zara point. Like, and, yeah. You you would almost think he's never in good movies, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we all I love mean, Highlander, but nobody thinks Highlander's like a, you know, like he was slumming it in that kind of. Uh-huh. 
right? That, yeah. wasn't, that wasn't a prestige. The Spaniard project. with a Scottish accent. Yeah. <laughs> Getting his head whacked off at the end. Not even the main star of your movie. That was a That's weird right. time for him. You know, he wasn't, he hadn't quite hit. What, what, what brought him back, really? Untouchables, I guess. That was like the big uh, resurgence of mm. we're going to see him all the time. And then they hire him for Indiana Jones and he gets just better gigs. Yeah, he gets yeah. The Rock and. Yeah. Right. He on. thinks he's making awesome movies sometimes, like League of Extraordinary <laughs> Gentlemen. He he thinks he's really, you know, yeah. he's I'm, gonna I'm, make a, I'm a hit. <laughs> oh, that movie sucked. Uh, was that was that last? That was last for him. That right? was last. League of yep. Extra- yeah. yeah. Oh, what a horrible way to go out for him. It's, it's this is two act three actors now who I regret their final films and and, yeah. and in his case he died, but he his final film was that final film for um, Gene oh, Hackman who's, who's not dead yet. Uh, but Gene Hackman's last movie was Welcome to Moose- Mooseport, which is a piece of shit. That movie know. sucks. And then you're right. The other one is uh, uh, who's the other one? Raul Julian. Oh, Raul Julian, Street Fighter Two. Yep, shit, Yeah, never forget. Right. We've, <laughs> we've talked about this before, but for me, it will always be John Candy's Canadian Bacon because oh, it's sure. just, oh. it's yeah. just he he deserved something. I don't, I don't know what could have. I don't know. But more Canadian is bacon is just it's just not a good movie. No, it's not. It's so bad. Or Wagon's East isn't much better, by the way. Was that first was that last or was Canadian bacon last? I don't remember. What do I know? I thought Canadian bacon, but maybe yeah, maybe it was. Yeah. Neither, neither one of them is a great final No, film. Wagon's East is very very bad. <laughs> Finish on trains, planes, and automobiles, John, and we'll call it good. Yep. Yeah. Uh all right, let's get to the social post. This is where in two hundred and eighty characters or less you guys sum up the film. I think we'll start with Randy. You only live twice. It's a roll of the dice. Sometimes you spend weeks eating nothing but rice. You only live twice. A third life would be nice. So you could, let's just say, take some damned good advice. When a woman assassin hands you a knife while kissing you, take it and put her on ice. Oh, man. Wow. It got dark. Good advice. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Did you hear that? There's another rhyme. (laughs) Well, he already said advice. It it continued on it. More rhymes. Move down the line. (laughs) Let's move down the line to Brian Dunaway. (laughs) Brian Dunaway, what's your little thing here? What's your post? Uh, uh, It's it's, uh, You Only Live Twice. Uh, Like an ultimatum daring your superpower rival to touch your rocket. Oh, I must congratulate you on your superb equipment. Very sexiful. Hashtag (laughs) our special baby rocket. (laughs) (laughs) You're killing me. Uh, nicely done. Let's find it. Let's finalize this uh, so, this social post with the words of Brian Ibbett. You only live twice. Thanks to this movie, my new universal password is "I love you." But the "I" is an exclamation point. The "O"s are zeros, and the "E" is a racism. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done. Yeah, this is a very casually racist film. It, it doesn't is. doesn't How mean do much Chinese harm. Chinese women taste. Yeah, it's just it's just a little eh, a little creepy. Uh, nice job, everybody. Let's move on to the alternate titles. This is uh, stuff that was almost the name of the movie. Uh, first one was just too long, but it was almost totally convincing Japanese men and definitely not a white Scottish person. That was the name of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. uh, or 14 different ways of saying Saki. So there's that. Yeah. Saki. Right. Saki. You just reminded me that I was so annoyed that they staged his burial at sea in Hong Kong. It just, no, absolutely not. If... If, any, if I know anything about James Bond, the character in the books, James Bond will absolutely be buried in Scotland. He will be mm-hmm. planted into the ground in Scotland. Yeah, why wouldn't? Why would it be anything else? Honestly, 
Like that, that is ridiculous right. what they try to tell us there. Not very realistic. Let's do a realistic email, though. This is an email at filmsack at gmail.com from Jim, who on uh, right around this time, 2017, sent me an email saying, you guys should do Swiss Army Man. So he sent me an email oh, yesterday, wow. the other day that says, uh, on 2017, I recommended Swiss Army Man. Six years later, it took almost six years, <laughs> dot, 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 Jim. <laughs> We got a backlog. We got a backlog. What can I say? Yeah, we have a black a backlog. And so, Jim, we, we're both glad that we did it and also that you can now forget about it. You don't have to think about it anymore. Also, um, I, I like for an objectively questionable movie to age a little bit before we sack it. Yeah. I, I like for us to have a little bit of perspective, you know? A little bit of time on. I, I think it it probably helped with that movie. For me, I really liked right. it. That's one yeah. of my favorites we've done, especially this year, but maybe ever. I really liked it, but mm-hmm. I don't think I wanted to see that weekend one. That may have been not the film sack for me. Anyway, uh, we also got a couple of texts here. 801 First one is from an anonymous listener. It says, now that you have, uh, sorry, how have you not sacked Remo Williams? The adventure begins. No kidding. Sure. It wasn't a huge success that, uh, that we got more movie adventures, but it was successful enough. Well, we don't base these decisions on success. Trust, trust me on that. Yeah, no, this, that's not. been on our list for forever. I think. Right? Yeah, I yeah. just yeah. found it on my watch list. I probably put it on there ten years ago. Yeah. yeah, it's been a long time, but I don't. I think it's still not streaming somewhere. Yeah, we need it's a. Not. There needs to be an app or a like a website that tells you as soon as something in your list is streaming. We just need a like a film sack alert list. There is a. Oh boy. So just watch has a thing for that, but it's. It's for, mm. I mean, it's for everything. So it's not specific for film. You know, I don't know how we would tie it to films. Like oh, we right. Like we need to put it on a, you know, right. alert me anytime one of these lists. Right. Or one of these uh, movies on the list becomes available. Oh, it's to be streaming. Like yeah. Scott's saying, Scott's saying it, I can turn on alerts. It'll just alert me for everything in the list because Correct. they're available. Correct. Whereas I want them available for free. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Available, like, so rent and, and yeah, uh, yeah. buy. I gotcha. Yeah, okay. streaming only would be a really nice uh, toggle, but they don't have it right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Currently, Paramount Plus, Tubi, and Freebie all have uh, Remo Williams' the Adventure Beacon. Oh, really? Oh, Paramount oh. Plus? Yeah. Tubi's there not bad go. either. That's the one. Yeah. Well, and don't, by the way, don't worry about our upcoming list. Um, a lot of streaming <laughs> services have suddenly purchased a lot of old movies. It's, it's a weird thing happening the last few months, maybe because of the writer's strike. I don't know, mm. but I, I mean, our watch list, we have 55 movies that are now available right. on streaming that we're, we're going to get to eventually. Yeah, no, that's great. I'm happy to hear there's there's stuff in the wings. Yeah. Um, also got this quick one here from Zach who says, hey, guys. He says. <laughs> Big guy. Let use. Yep, Does he have a lot of use and lies in there? Yep, okay. He says it's his best sloth voice. Uh, Zach says, <laughs> I just Big had a thought. Maybe guys. it's been said before, but what if for each film sack movie you have a listener slash fan Record the description of the fan or the movie that week and send it to you. Since the normal guy is busy, means Scott Fletcher. I forget his name. I know I'm a horrible fan, he says. Uh, <laughs> just a thought that the way listeners will feel a part of the experience and it will change and add a little bit of variety each week's show. Keep up the uh, or keep up the great work, you movie pals, says Zach. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to this. If people wanted yeah. to go to IMDb and read the short little what, shorty thing and, and send what it What I in. think would be fun is if you went to the patrons... And gave them the opportunity to record a uh, a standard track 
And then you could take that and put the AI on it. Oh, hilarious. So, so you give them, you give them a quote or something to read that gives a lot of, of ammunition to AI and then base the AI on that person's voice. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. I kind of like it. But yeah, if anyone, so to start things off though, if anybody wants to send something in for our next movie, which by the way is, it's no longer Throw Mama from the Train, is it? What is it? No, I'm, yeah, it's, it's Backdraft. We're going to watch Backdraft. Backdraft. Okay. Cool. If anybody wants to go do a short, you know, descriptive read, the, the main one they put up on IMDb of Backdraft and send it in. You're going to get a hundred of these. Yeah. We'll just, <laughs> we'll pick our favorites. We'll mix and match, okay. you know, we'll just test it out. Let's see what the response is. People want to cool. do it. Great. If not, it's fine too. There's going to be someone hearing this a week from now and yeah. it's too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. It might be, but then there's always this guy. We always have him. <laughs> we always have that guy. All right. Uh, that's it for your uh, emails and such. Uh, text as well. Text us at 801-471-0462 or email us filmsack at gmail.com. Like we said, our next movie is Throw Mama from the Train. I want to mention some patrons real quick. Oh, nope. that's another thing Scott forgot to do. Let's go do that real quick. Uh, well, I find these names. Uh, speaking of which, I just put up an episode about movies I think are perfect, and I did a yes. list of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, the only that's, bummer of it was it was right after I rehooked up all my microphone stuff, and there was a weird buzz I couldn't account for. So I had to oh, remove no. it. But to do that, it gave it a little bit of a chunky flavor. I'll, I'll tell you, you know, we're always super hypercritical of our own stuff. I listened to it, and I didn't. I mean, I if I listened for the buzz, I'd hear it. But uh, it did not Gosh. at all hinder the enjoyment this of that. Pleases, I, didn't, pleases I didn't notice a damned thing. Yeah. Well, good. I mean, that makes me glad. It was not or it was less noticeable, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. Did we really get this many people since we last talked? I think we did. Okay, well, we got a list here. Oh, nice. To Let's go. Go, go, go. Here they are. Here's who we got. Oops, I got to paste it in so I can read it. Hold on one second. Here we go. Okay. Lester Clark, Kevin Wheat, Travis Moore, Nick Blair, Fred Hampshire, Rick Schmidt, Ryan Yonk, Joey Image. We know him. Mm-hmm. Brian yeah. Robbery. Oh, geez. Don't get caught. Uh, Jeffrey yeah. Johnson and Dan Chapman. Look at that group. That's awesome. Yes. Brand new folks in one week. Because it's amazing. an awesome community. Yeah, we have mm-hmm. a great community. You guys are amazing. And it's how the show stays on the air. So if you'd like to support us, you can. You get host shows like the one I just mentioned uh, that happen only for you on a monthly basis. I don't know who's next, but someone cool is. I don't know which. Randy, is it you? No, Brian. No. Oh, it's me. I'm December. That's right. You're December. <laughs> it's me. And uh, uh, holiday movies uh, oh. will not be what I do. It will be um, <laughs> oh, about uh, excellent concert films. Oh. Oh, oh, dude. I like this. There's a lot to choose I, from. Yeah. This could be a series. Uh, like, <laughs> I'm excited. Bringing bring your music, I mean, there, music and your movie there are loves two, together. Exactly. Yeah, there are two that I put above all others. And so it's the trick is going to be figuring out, because I'd like to do maybe three or four, and the trick is going to be figuring out what my third and fourth favorite concert films are. And no, I haven't seen the uh, Taylor Swift Eras Tour film yet. Oh, well, my, if you need to ask my wife any questions, she went. <laughs> she really enjoyed we'll it. They that. had fun. They went to the movie version of it, and they thought it was great. I would, I would think it would be fun, honestly, yeah. Mm-hmm. They really liked it. Uh, well, that's just one of the benefits. There's many more. You get art in the mail. You get uh, pre-show content every week. No commercials or ads of any kind ever. All those things. If you just go sign up today at patreon.com slash film And again, a reminder, next week we are doing, what is it again? You just told me. Backdraft. 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 That's it. I, I looked at Throw Mama from that's the train That's what I again. call it when I fart and it comes up my back. What? 
Now, it doesn't mean that we won't do Throw Mama from the Train at some point. Okay, everyone. Uh, isn't that the one with the, Owen doesn't have a friend? Is that the oh, one? it doesn't have a friend. I doesn't have a friend. Yeah, yeah, I love that one. That was great. Yeah, <laughs> so so we, we I, probably ought to get around to that, but whatever. I uh, We will. I promise we will. Uh, I, I need to watch that movie with you. All right. I've been ages, mm-hmm. so I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm going to think when I see it again. I've seen it once, I think, in my life. Boy, that old lady, though, really stuck out. She stayed with me. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll, see mm-hmm. if she, we'll see if she holds up as well in a future that is not Backdraft. So Backdraft next week here on FilmSack. It's going to do it for us. FilmSack.com is our website. Go check it out and find all the things I've talked about there, including links to all the services that host podcasts. And if you leave us reviews in those places, it helps us a lot. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Bon appetit. We'll see you next time. Get more at frogpants.com. This is our special baby rocket. Yeah. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.